So we have a breaking news story. By now you've heard some variation of this. And it's <clears throat> delayed my planned video for tomorrow to, by, to at least Friday, if not Saturday or even Sunday. And that breaking news article is this. That Francis has been hospitalized. For what precisely depends on who you ask. Some news outlets have said it was for a heart attack. Others have said it's for a respiratory problem. It looks like it has something to do with the pulmonary system. We don't know for sure, but... I don't know for sure, but that's what it is. And the Vatican, the one thing the Vatican has made clear is that it isn't all that serious, although he's been hospitalized, so it is to a degree serious. So I'm going to suggest that if you don't like Francis at all, you think he's monstrous, you think he's the alleged pontiff of the alleged St. Malachi prophecy, a prophecy I've never put any stock in, but if you think he's that pontiff, then you should pray for him. If you think he is the greatest thing in history, that he is a luminous pope sent by God to correct the church and all the rest, pray for his recovery. If you think he's something in between that, like most of the rest of us do, including a lot of hardline treads like myself who don't care for the man much, pray for his recovery and pray for his conversion of heart and pray for an end to the errors that he has pushed in the church and pray that he, well, makes a recovery. I'm going to avoid saying too many nasty things about him in this video because that's not what I do here, at least when it comes to people who are possibly facing their last moments. If you came here expecting that from me today, I'm sorry to disappoint. But what we know is that he is having, that he is in, a hosp in the hospital and that his meetings for the next couple of days have been canceled. What does that mean? Probably not much. This isn't the first time he's been in the hospital the last year let alone in his pontificate in general. He will probably make a recovery and continue the work that he's doing. My expectation in the next couple of years is that he is going to, if he's around for the next couple of years, is that he's going to continue the synod on synodality, that we are going to see a continued push for what he considers to be reforms in the church. I would be surprised if there wasn't a consistory announced in the next couple of days, simply because the church now has fewer cardinals than canon law requires for holding a conclave. Now, that does not mean it would invalidate a conclave. The canon law on this, I believe, sets a cap for how many cardinals there are. And right now, I think it's just under the 120 or 125 required. After the last conclave, it was over that amount, but then retirements happened as they do, and it went below the number required. I would expect a conclave consistory announced soon, and if it didn't happen, again, I'd be very surprised. And you should keep an eye out on promotions of bishops and that kind of things, especially uh, rumors of cardinals being promoted. You can expect one of two things to happen in the next few months after during his recovery. You could very well expect to see a doubling down on everything he's doing in the church. All of his alleged reforms, including about the Ted McCarrick kind of problem in the church, uh, including on the normalization of the James Martin sin, he released a statement calling, uh, basically giving the German bishops a uh, free hand to do whatever they're wanting, saying that Rome will not correct them because they're being guided by the Holy Ghost. He said that. I will mention that more in a video that I have probably this weekend. Um... And the reason I'm I'm going to mention this now, because I'm going to try to keep this one relatively short. 
the video I had originally planned for today was had a you know a thing mentioning Francis's cruelty in the title, and it was about a very timely story making international news involving resistance to Francis's programs, and I'm kind of torn. Is it would it be gauche of me? Would it be you know nasty and vindictive of me to put that video up? It's done. Patrons of the channel have it already. Those who you know support the work I do here through Patreon or Subscribestar or what have you have the ability to see that video right now. It was made a couple of days ago, and it's supposed to, it was supposed to be what you're viewing right now, instead of ooh, this off-the-cuff talk. And now I'm kind of torn. I will probably make that live tomorrow, because it's such a timely story, such an important story that it needs to be told. And it's about the lady resisting Francis, about how basically we've had enough and it's time to resist him. I also have a story from a priest that I that was going to be probably Friday's video, which would probably now be on Saturday, authorizing, telling us we have a duty to do these things. We're getting priests, we're getting laity, priests, and yes, bishops telling us to do these things. And they mentioned Francis, and they're very upfront with the things Francis is doing. And I am interested in the truth. I'm not interested in necessarily being nice and soft and protecting people's feelings. And so I'm probably going to let these videos go live as scheduled. After all, the man is still here. As of the time I'm recording this, he is still here. Um, and part of the reason I'm doing this off the cuff and on a personal note is because my wife just gave birth to our third child, Aiden Ambrose. <laughs> you can expect a live stream sometime this weekend when mom and baby have come home from the hospital and I will introduce the world to him. And it'd probably be a brief appearance, really. And then I'll answer some questions and live chats and super chats and all the rest of that stuff. So that'll happen this weekend. And hopefully, I'm hopeful that we will not be talking about the sudden passing of Francis and the coming conclave because Vatican News has told us this isn't a very as serious as some people would like it to be. So, and if you think I'm being you know, soft in my rhetoric about Francis, I'm not one to relish in people's, the sudden potential end of someone. I would rather that people pray for him. Again, if you think he's the worst thing in the church since Pope Honorius or Liberius in the, you know, apostolic era and in the first millennia of the church, the worst Pope since then, possibly the worst of all time, pray for his conversion. Pray that he have it, that our Lord have him give him the mercy to give him enough time to repent. If you think he's the greatest thing ever, pray for his repentance, or not pray for his repentance, but pray for his healing, and pray that I repent if you think I'm that wrong. But for the rest of us, especially those of us who have a realist, what I consider to be a realistic assessment of his place in history, pray that he that he repents, and if it is God's will that he be healed. That's what I want for everybody. I want everyone who is given, has the opportunity to receive the mercy of God, to receive the mercy of God. I don't wish eternal perdition on anybody. And I make no prediction about where Francis would go if he, if overnight after I've recorded this, that his time had ended. I make no such prediction. And you should not make that prediction either. That is presumption. Don't do that. Our Lord told us not to judge. And that is actually what it means to judge. Is to is to make predictions on people's final, final destiny. That is only for God to know. 
So please pray for him. It sounds like he has had a pulmonary issue, which is a pretty serious thing, and that he's in the hospital. But I expect he'll be released this weekend to go back to Rome and continue the work he's doing. One other note here. Um, we will find out Monday, April 3rd is coming up. That's this coming Monday. We're going to find out if Francis is really releasing a document through Cardinal Roach to further restrict the Latin Mass. I said back in February when the rescript, which is just the restatement of Traditionalis Custodis, and answering objections to it from the hierarchy, when that came out, that it was that it seemed unlikely that we would get a document in April, but that their rumors at the time were that we were still going to get it. It just seemed weird that we would get something, and then six weeks later, get another document on the same topic. We'll find out here in a few days. Right now, my prediction is generally that that's not going to happen, but I've been wrong before. So keep t keep your ears tuned to all of these things, and we are heading into the last weeks of Lent. So, you know, double down and renew those Lenten promises. These are the final days of Lent. These are when things count, I think, the most. You know, most people stumble at some point during Lent. We all do to some degree. This is the time. So offer up your, suffer your Lenten sufferings for Francis's interior conversion or my interior conversion, if you think I'm the, one of the worst things out there. Pray for Francis. And let's try to, like, keep the rhetoric to a Christian level, please. This is These are not the times, I think, for us to be nasty about things. Anyway, as always, pray for the church. Let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please. I'm Anthony Stein. For Return to Tradition, Ave Maria.